Hi, this is Nathan East, hanging with the teddy bear on the LOTL Radio. Because, you know, we got it 
we got it from from real musicians who play real instruments and you know what I mean not saying that some kids you know they they play instruments in school but few of them really carry that out you know what I mean they they go and do it because mom said you need to play the clarinet or mom said you need to play the saxophone or you know what I mean right so, so it wasn't like you know uh, uh, a a lot of people weren't weren't you know just musically inclined I mean the more you know, uh, technically advanced we got, I think the the dumber we got, you know, as uh, far as, not, not saying it in a, in a, in a, a negative way, but, but, you know, it's just factual, you know what I mean? The more ignorant we got of, you know, how to really do things manually, you know, because right. you know, we went from, you know, recording on uh, 24 track tape, you know what I mean, to now you, you can see the music, you can point to the engineer and say, no, the red one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. That's the that's the vocal I need you to move from one minute to two minutes. I mean, you know, it can loop and 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 do. You know, it, everything is just so sophisticated now, and yeah, it, it, it just it transcends from just the music to to regular life. I think it's just everything is just you know at the touch of a, a, a dial. You know what I mean? In your hands, on your at your fingertips. You know, I had the pleasure of having your dad on the show a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're both 21. We grew up in that era of music when music was real. It was pure. It meant something. You had to really take pride in your art form. And one of the things mm-hmm. that I brought to his attention and that he agreed with me with is that it was something beautiful to get into a studio and create something from bare bones, from nothing, before the digital age hit us. It was something magic about creating something that was raw. And I wanted to ask, as you said, social media, digital age, it all has a balance. But you think a lot of times we have a tendency to get away from the pure art form of what music should sound like and just giving the listeners something raw. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's just, you know, that's just how it's gotten, man. It's like it's like like I said, it's, it's, it's all about you know, where they're getting it from. And and it's like, you know, everything is on YouTube. Like, you can go to YouTube and see how real music is even made. You know what I mean? Right. But then you got you got the millennials who, who uh, look up to different people now. You know what I mean? Just like we when we were young, we looked up to certain people. You know what I'm saying? I, I looked at people like, you know, uh, Parliament Funkatelic and Cameo and, you know what I'm saying, people like that. But they, you know, they look up to Gucci Mane and the Amigos and, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I mean, and, and you can't you can't blame them. They they doing what their age group is doing. You know what I mean? And and it's just like you know, back, even back then, you know what I'm saying? When 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 the new Converse came out, we wanted the new Converse. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. And now it's like when the new, when the new Jordans or the new Lebrons come out, they want the new Lebrons or the new Jordans, and 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 oh, who wears them? Oh yeah, Quavo from the Migos, he wears them. I want them, you know what I mean, and and, and want to do whatever it costs to get them. They cost a thousand dollars. I got to have, them. you know. So but everything I'm, comes yeah. from our surroundings and our culture, and and, and what we giving it to them. I think I think we got a job, you know, especially as, as as from from making music to playing the music, you know, to bridge the gap. You know what I'm saying? To bridge the gaps. Like, you know, I think you just got to you gotta mix it in, in in there. You know, you might give them some Migos, but turn around and give them some, some Al Green, something that sounds cool or, 
something where they might have got that sample from and give them some education about, you know, where where these kids are, are going and where they where even the Migos, where they came from or where their music and their producers are were thinking about when they use that sample or like when you use the I Choose You by Outkast and uh, Willie Hutch. You know what I'm saying? When you take that and then, then you go back and play the original record. And you'll be like, oh, that's that record? Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? That sounds great. Right. I, I think so. No, what I was getting ready to say. No, what I was getting ready to say was that the, I guess for me, from a personal from a personal standpoint, I know for me I have a tendency to be somewhat jaded because, as you just stated, a lot of the that do sample music they don't have an idea where the music is coming from, and I think it's in, it, it, it's I think it implores us as far as people who truly love music to educate them and get them an understanding as far as what you're as you said, Willie Hutch, from Willie Hutch to James Brown to the Barcase, Parliament, Funkadelic, the natural uh-huh. core. I mean, it goes on and on. And a lot of these young artists don't know anything about history, as you stated earlier. You know, learn how to pick up an instrument. Most artists and these young artists don't even know how to read music. And what are some of the key things that, what are the key some of the key things that you really hone on when you get a young artist in the studio? What are some of the things that you're able to pull out of them that they may not knew, they may not even have known that they had in themselves as far as bringing those extra vocals out, maybe adding a special touch and making them really work for it? Well, there's, there's different things that I do. First thing, first thing I do is, I, I, you know, we go through that I teach. You know what I mean? As far as, you know, uh, first, before anything, I got to find out what you're talking about. You know what I mean? Right. And first of all, even before that, if your content ain't right, I'm in the studio with you. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, um, we got to have, we, we got to get that straight off top. You know what I'm saying? And then after that, you know, it's about technique. I try to teach. You know, when when kids can, can leave, you know, my session, they can go to a, uh, um, a a Metro Boomin or or, or Timberland or whatever kind of session you go to, and you could take that technique and say, "Jazzy taught me that." I'm teaching them how to, you know, uh, <coughs> excuse me, do the best thing that they know how to do with their voice. Show them how their voice works at its best, at its best tone. You know what I'm saying? For a song, because I might have a song that that that, that uh, calls for you to 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 talk low. Just like when you see you when you hear uh, what was that um, um, the Yin Yang Twins Whisper song, you know what I mean? They, right. they it was just a beat. It was just a little beat and one other sound, and it was whispering on the record. How you move everything out of the way so that you can actually hear these cats whispering on the beat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so so it's so it's all about tech. It's all it's all about technique. It's all about technique. I mean, I can't take a fully musical track and make a whisper song because the music is going to get in the way. Right, you know what I mean? Right. So it's all about it's all about technique and all about preparing, you know, for the vocalist and showing them how what to look for and 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 how to make songs. Because right. I was taught to make I was taught to make hits. I was raised to make hits. My daddy used to sit the billboard. And, and and he used to walk in and say, who's number one? You know what I'm saying? Once right. Figured out, once he figured out that that's what I was going to be, he gave me 
the guidelines of, of, of how to of how to, to you know project you know what I'm saying my future and, and how to how to uh, uh, map out my destiny you know what I'm saying. It's interesting that you mentioned your father. And as I said, we're in that age and grew up listening to your dad. Um, for me, having that kind of special relationship with him, how long did it take him to input as far as the business aspect of the industry? Because I think a lot of young or up-and-coming artists, they get kind of fooled and they get kind of starstruck with the money aspect and being a quote-unquote star but they don't understand the business aspect of the industry because at the end of the day, it is a business. And I remember, I forgot how long ago it was, but I remember you had a, you had conducted an interview and you were really sitting down and talking about the business aspect of this industry. How important is it that they understand this? Well, I mean, it's this important. It's, it's like, you know, it, you know, uh, you can be making money today and if you don't handle your business, as soon as your music goes away and as soon as your buzz goes away, your money will go away too. So now you got to decide whether you want your money to last longer than you do. And that's, that's the goal because we want to pass this money down to our, our, our grandkids, our, our children. We don't want them to have the, the, the burden to bear of, of trying to find out where you're going to be buried at and your plot and, your, and, and, and what happens to your grandkids and your children. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's what that that those are some of the things that we gotta that we gotta think about when we making music because and another thing that I that I like to teach is that, and these young people even older older cats that this music you know if you do it right you can take care you can take care of of everybody you can make sure everybody is straight and I'm not saying that like you know not let them fend for themselves but I mean the ones that that depend on you. I think, you know, we a lot of the artists don't understand as far as the aspect, as far as what it means to have their publishing rights for the music, because you have you have different entities, entities like commercials where they can sit up and use your music without permission. So that I mean, knowing your business, handling your business, work your plan, plan your work. That's essential as far as like you said, as far as having that longevity in the industry. What have you learned? about yourself as far as the creative process. What is the difference between Jazzy Faye today than Jazzy Faye, let's say, seven years ago? How have you grown as a producer? Now, oh, as a producer, as a producer, I think how I've grown is I've learned more to be, instead of be like the old Jazzy Faye who was always in the studio, always had her hand on her instrument, and, and, and always, uh, uh, you know, inside of of the box instead of outside of the box. Um, I think, and this is over for the last 15 years, I think, but but um, what I've learned is that these kids out here, these, these young people, they really need to, <clears throat> to, to know that, you know, creative, creatively-wise, well, well creative-wise, I, 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 um, I always push the fact that, that, that you know, um, I got, I got lost. I got, hold on a second. Hello, what was the question? Can you say the question again? No, no, we were talking. Uh, no, no, <laughs> no. What I, the question was, 
as far as how have you seen your how have you seen yourself evolve where you at now as a producer than where you were seven years ago? Now as a producer, I feel like I'm I'm more of a delegate. A de- you know, I, I like to delegate. You know what I'm saying? I like to delegate. Meaning, I, you know, I really like to teach. You know, more so of how this production works, and let people know that if you're a producer, I have to let them know that whenever you're producing a record, it's not because you just okay. I'm gonna get your email, Teddy Bear, and I'm gonna send you this beat, and then you go and you make this wonderful production. Well. We and you really produced this together. If that was my last point of reference for the music, I see a lot of people are making beats and they think they make they're producing records. Well, Quincy Jones didn't make beats. Quincy Jones produced records. Right. DJ Khaled don't be DJ Khaled don't make beats. Puff Daddy don't make beats. He produces records. Fade makes beats and produce records. So you see what I'm saying? So yeah. the thing is, like, you don't have to necessarily make beats to produce records. That's what I have to teach these kids now because they think making beats is producing. Uh, and, I, and I told a, a kid, you know, um, recently, I said, look, we, you arguing about production and you're not even thinking about the fact that we got to make more records together. And you got to think about this, that if you go and take a Mercedes engine, and drop it off at the plant. Do you think it's going to get produced without the producer? <laughs> it, it's not going to get done. It's not going to get done. If Mercedes-Benz ain't got nothing to buy and the rest of the car, then that's not a Mercedes-Benz. It doesn't get the stamp. Without so, question. To, for, for, to be a part of the production, you have to be a real producer. You have to do it from inception to conception, from the beginning to the end. You know, I must say, I'm, I, it's refreshing, but I am surprised because I know that you've always had your your fingerprints on everything as far as having complete control in the studio. So when you use the term, I'm delegating now. That's How long did it take you to get comfortable to say, you know what, I have to be able to delegate some responsibility? and make sure the artist has an input on what's taking place and not just me controlling everything. Well, subconsciously, I mean, it's like all of the people that I was around from Benny Medina to Clarence Avant to, to, uh, um, to LA Reed to uh, Babyface to, um, all of the, all of those people, they, they, Went and, and I've looked up to those people, and they told me some of the most valuable things that I've learned to date. That you know, that the music is is gonna last longer than we will. So it's it's up to us to spread it out as much as we can. You know what I mean? And spread it thick. You know, so I think it it it, it was definitely it was planted in me from the beginning. Because if you listen to my tag, my tagline says, "Ladies and gentlemen." And you can't say ladies and gentlemen without presenting somebody else. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or something. You know what I'm saying? So, so, sub, so subconsciously, I've been putting people on from the beginning. Ladies and gentlemen, see Era. Ladies and gentlemen, Young Jeezy. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. Mary J. Blige. 
even though you know who Mary J. Blige is, but you ain't never heard on a Jazzy Faye track, just fine, fine, fine. You ain't never heard Mary J. Blige sound like that. So it's like, you know, it's all about giving them something, something that they can, they can you know, um, take with them. You know, it's, it's, it's all about transcending, man, and putting other people on. There's like five people working on that because it was Jazzy Faye, it was Tricky Stewart, it's the dream, it was Mary Day herself. And it's crazy, you know, when we did just fine, Mary Day had never sat in the studio and watched somebody do a beat. That's how we made that record. She said, I never sat in the studio and watched somebody make a beat for one of my albums. She said, Ruffy and all of them would always come into the studio and the records were already ready. And we were sitting right by the drum machine and everything. And you know what I did? I turned around and I made the beat right there. She, I was like, yep, you experienced it now. That's a great learning tool because a lot of artists like her at that time, when they worked for different labels, the music would already be prepared for them. So they had no input as far as how the music was being made. And now... Here we are in 2018 where now you have where you have artists now are demanding more creative control, more creative input on what they put out there. Um, for you, you had mentioned it as far as the digital music. And also, I always wonder, because I, I, it seems to me now that a lot of the money is being generated, especially for a producer, if they can get their hands on as far as making a movie score for a major motion picture. Has that come into the forefront for this year where you can kind of dabble into that as far as the digital media is concerned? Can, can what now? No, I was, as, far as, uh, as far as being able to produce some movie soundtracks. Mm-hmm. Is oh, that anything planned for this year? Yes. Oh, I'm, I'm, do, I'm, working on, I'm working on some stuff right as we speak. Uh, working on a movie soundtrack as we speak right now. Um, and what was the name of that movie? I, f- I forgot the name of it. Um, I think they had a working title. Because, you know, a lot of times when you're working for uh, the movie soundtracks, they don't tell you the, the title. They give you a working title because they don't want to, you know, they don't want to spill the beans about it or whatever. Right. But I'm doing, some, I'm doing some things as we speak, uh, working with some stuff for, uh, for Tyler Perry, uh, doing some stuff also for... Um, uh, uh, Lionsgate. So, so we're working on a few different things. Is there a website you can give to the listeners out there where they can make sure to get all the latest updates? Absolutely. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Go right ahead. There are waves of okay. yours. All yours. Go right ahead. Yeah, just go to jazzyfay.com or or you can go to my Instagram at jazzyfay, J A Z Z E P H A. Okay. 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 And, and I'm, usually, I'm, I'm always po- and my Facebook as well cuz you know a lot of people on Facebook. Right. <laughs> you know it's yeah, funny. Jazzyfay is going Jazzyfay. How long did it take you to get comfortable with social media? Because I know when you started, there was no social. I mean, there was what MySpace. But look, right. look where we're at now. I mean, look, it, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't too hard. It was actually fun. I think the per- first person that really got me into it was 
I think it was Big Tigger. We we were okay. at, uh, at the Georgia. Uh, we was at the Georgia Dome, and I was doing um, I was doing something with the brat, me and the brat, and and uh, and, and we had and, and I had seen Twitter, you know what I'm saying? But Twitter is kind kind of like it wasn't really like pictures and stuff back then. It was like just words, right? And people weren't people were sending pictures, but it wasn't like you know what I mean, like videos and all that kind of stuff. How it is now, so um. Tigger, Tigger pulled out his phone and he he showed me. He said, "Man, he's he like, I said, what's your Twitter?" He said, "Man, let me show you what the new thing is." He says, "Instagram." Like, <laughs> man, it was like it probably it wasn't that many people even on it. It was right. like you know because I've really never you know on Facebook. I don't know why I just didn't get into it until Instagram because it was just like it was more so in the palm of your hand. You know what I mean? Facebook was a little. Uh, confusing to me, and when anything that 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 you feel like that your grandmama was on, you was like, I don't need that. I don't want to be. <laughs> I don't want to be on that. I don't want. I don't want y'all contacting me from 1979. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ask me a bunch of dumb questions. Do y'all live in the mansion? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So once we, once we got that's to, real. yeah, man. Once we got to. um once we got to Instagram, he showed me Instagram and all the filters and all the fun that you can have with it. I was like, oh, man, this is great. So, you know, I, I got into that right off. It was it was easy for me. I'm a socialite anyway, so I like to socialize and kick it and talk and, you know what I mean, round people up. And that that was a great, you know, uh, uh, tool to round folks up, you know what I mean? And you it know, works. Uh, you know, it's funny that you mentioned as far as being a socialite because – on a few separate occasions that I've made my way down to the ATL, I said, man, every time I look around, Jazzy Faye is out and about working his magnums and how is this cat having time? Where does he find the time to get in the studio and work with these artists, man? And I said, you know what? He must so, have some bad. So, <laughs> I got a double. I got a stunt double. You got to <laughs> 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 No, let me show you what I do. You, you know what's crazy? Ted, like, 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 you, you know, uh, like, like, um, what I really do is I treat, like, going out and stepping out and being social with the folks, I treat that like an after set. Like, people get off work okay. at five. So I just go, I just step out at about 12. And then I schedule my, I schedule my, I, I schedule my, uh, I schedule my sessions when I'm working. I schedule my sex, sessions pre that. You know what I mean? Okay. And now, and, and, unless it's a, a session that just goes over, I mean that's cool. But you know, I'm not gonna get out every time the club opens or something like that. But if it's a good event, I'm probably gonna kind of try to show my face and go try to make a contact or or, or make let somebody know that I'm out here. You gotta let people know because you know how to sign out of mind. Absolutely, you know, you know that's the new form of networking now. That is a new oh, form yeah. of networking now. Going to these different events <clears throat> to network and conduct business—it's just—it's incredible. It's refreshing, and is you know I've gotten accustomed to it. It took it took some time, but that's the best way to network and conduct business. You're going out to these different functions, these gatherings, these parties. And you're conducting business because you're discussing money and how to make this money and how to make things happen. And speaking on how to make things happen, we have some callers on the line. We're going to area code okay. 828. You're on the line with the eight, teddy bear. Eight, what is that? Yes, look. 
That's the AT. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you on the <laughs> You're on the line with Jazzy Faye and the teddy bear. Call her. What's your name and what's your question? Go right ahead. This is Bianca. I'm from uh, North Carolina, Jazzy Faye. That's 828. <laughs> <laughs> okay, absolutely absolutely i wanted to ask you i know you probably been asked this a thousand times but i know you and sierra worked on a lot a lot of major major projects and so are mm-hmm. we going to get to hear you guys work on some projects for 2018 I don't know. There have been talk of it. You know what I'm saying? There's people talking. You know what I mean? But, yeah. you know, when we start talking, that's when I'll have a better right. you know, knowledge of, <laughs> of when it's going to happen or if it's going to happen. But for now, we just family. And, you know, she got her family. And, and, and you know, she's building She's building as a young lady. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, Absolutely. I, I, think, I think that's the most important thing right now for her is, like, to, to learn how to you know, just just have a family and and, and just be you know uh, productive. I guess soon. She says she wants to Absolutely. do a uh, dance album. She wants to do a dance okay. album. So they called me about it. But you know, I don't like listening to executives. I like to listen to her. I want to want to talk to her. Right. I'm more of a personal person. <laughs> you know, I'm not an industry guy at all by any means. But I am. But Absolutely. I'm not. <laughs> Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So well, I appreciate it. Thank mean, you, you so much. You just never know. I think we might have a movie before we have a, a music. Oh, wow. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you for taking my question. I appreciate you guys taking my time. Absolutely. Oh, no Absolutely. problem. All right. Man, it has been a pleasure to uh, have you on the show. And again, I want to thank you for taking the time out of your schedule and joining us. This oh, is man. definitely, oh, man. Hey, this is your home away from home, whatever you need, please do not hesitate to let us know. So whenever you decide to release some new music, I don't care if it's like grandma's cookies, it's somewhat soft, not completely ready, send it here and we will definitely (laughs) (laughs) we will debut it here first, man. (laughs) Absolutely, bro. Take that. You know what I'm going with that. (laughs) <laughs> we definitely go dead here. Bro. I'm a, oh. Hey, man. I was like, I was like, man, I just sent you something, boys, like grandma's cookies, boys, somewhat soft, not completely ready, boy, but you're going to get this right go. here. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I got it already. Oh, man. It, it, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> hey, it's, it's a pleasure, man. You. You are definitely a great interviewer, man. That's that's dope. You know what I mean? I love uh-huh. when when, when uh, it happens like that. Oh man, it's def hey, it's a pleasure. Oh, before I let you go and run off right off into the sunset, man, I gotta tell you, the last time I seen you, brother, I seen you in this smoking jacket. I said, I got to get it. I got to get it, man. Okay. You were in this you were looking debit there and I said, I got it. So about a week later, I went and got me a smoking jacket, man. It's a black crushed velvet <laughs> smoking jacket. As you should. What color was it? Burgundy? But it was burgundy. It was burgundy. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's crazy because my nickname is Fenzel Burgundy. And everybody Lord everybody but, but I spell it but I spell it uh B U R G A N D Y and they, and the girls be like, Why you call yourself Burgundy? But you spelled it wrong. I said, No no I didn't. She said, What is Burgundy then? I was like, it ain't, it ain't the color, it's the feeling, baby. There it's you the go. Feel, 
Hey, so it is written, so it shall be done. Continue success, my brother, okay? You too, my brother. <laughs> All right. God bless. All right. All right. The, super, the super talented Jazzy Faye here in the zone. Novello T.O. Radio. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Hope everyone is enjoying the new year. My goodness, man. We already into, what, the second week of the new year, you know. But uh, like the teddy bear always said, you know, we want our music uncut, shaken, but never stirred. You wanted it, we're going to give it to you. Nothing but the best substance. But in the meantime, we're going to take a little quick two and two and get lost in some brownstone, if you love me, here in the zone of L.O.T.O. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.